My name is Addie Brooksbank, and my topic is flamenco, a type of music my grandpa plays. I'm speaking with my grandpa Lee. Hi, Addie. I'm, I'm Addie's grandfather, and I'm a flamenco guitarist. I live in Florida, and I play for flamenco dancers. I've been doing that for a number of years. And Addie uh, asked if we could go on this podcast and, ha- and talk a little bit about flamenco. As I was growing up, my grandpa would always play the guitar around me, and I went to a couple of his performances in Maryland. What is the history behind flamenco? No one really knows because the gypsies really didn't read or write, but it's generally believed that the gypsies started in India a long, long time ago, moved throughout Europe, but they got to Spain and they discovered the Spanish guitar. They incorporated into their music along with dance, and flamenco was born. Where is flamenco played? Flamenco is primarily played where flamenco is danced. Because uh, in flamenco, there's a dancer, there's a singer, and there are guitarist. And it's primarily from southern Spain. Why is flamenco so different from other types of music? Well, first it uses a beat called compas, which is very much different than others. The guitar is played differently with different chords. The dancers dance with heel work. The singers sing in a way that they operate in between the notes. When, while they're doing that, others, other dancers are yelling called haleo. People are yelling ole. There's lots going on. And I don't think there's anything quite like it in the world because it's so exciting. If I were to go to a flamenco performance, what would I see? Well, most likely what you'd see is a minimum of two or three dancers, maybe as many as 10. Generally, they're women, not always. And the women wear polka dotted dresses very frequently down to their ankles. They wear half heels with nails driven in the bottom of the heels. So they make a lot of noise when they dance. They're very, very gaily covered, colored. The guitarist wears all black usually. He has his guitar. And the singer generally wears all black. Do the clothes have any meaning behind them? Uh, absolutely. Uh, if the dancers are dancing uh, fun dances called Cante Chico, uh, they'll usually be very bright clothes. If they're dancing what's called Cante Hondo, which is the, the dances and the, of sadness and loneliness and even death, they'll, they'll very often wear black dresses as well. Right. So you mentioned that flamenco has a different type of rhythm. Is there any reason for that? Yes, there is. Uh, it's called compas. And it is used to express what the dancer is trying to express. Loneliness or despair sometimes joy other times, even the bullfight. And the dancer understands the compas, and the guitarist understands the compas, and the singer understands it. Audience usually doesn't in America, but they do in Spain. What is the usual setting of a performance? Uh, there's a couple of different settings. If it's played at a, at a cafe 
or a bar. Uh, it's it's called a huerga, and everybody just sits around and you and you kind of make the dance up as it goes along. Then the guitarist follows it. If it's played at a, a bigger venue, it's generally called a fiesta, and there can be a lot of people there. But the interesting thing about flamenco is this: most everywhere in the world, dancers dance to the music. Flamenco is a bit different. In pure flamenco, the dancer creates within compas, and the guitarist watches, and he creates along with her, with his guitar, as she dances, because he's trying to figure out what she's trying to express, and he wants to help her express that. Are all the dances similar? Um, they are in that they follow a basic structure, but they're not in this respect. No two dancers dance flamenco the same way. No two guitarists play flamenco the same way. No two singers sing it the same way. In fact, if a dancer was to perform and then she was to perform again and you watch her, it might look a bit different. And that is why when we call a performer a dance, like sagarias or solia or bularias, we always put the word core in front of it, P-O-R, which translates that as the style of. So you never really know exactly what you're going to get, uh, but you know about what you're going to get. And actually it changes a little bit from Pueblo to Pueblo and from village to village. And that that's why, it, don't forget the Gypsies never wrote any music down. This is all passed on from person to person, which is why it's so difficult to learn, but why it's so wonderful to participate in. So since the Gypsies never wrote anything down, how do people learn it? Well, some stuff is written down, but it doesn't work. It's learned from one person or another. A gypsy would teach someone who would teach someone who would teach someone and would teach someone. And consequently, all of us have a style that if we traced it back, probably goes back to some gypsy. I think my style goes back to a place in Spain called Malaga. Uh, our lead dancer... Her style goes back to a place called Mallorca in Spain. Um, and it's just passed on from person, which is one reason why I don't think it's more popular because it's it's very difficult for, for a lot of people to be in an area where they have the opportunity to get together with dancers, singers, and guitarists. Do you have a favorite style of flamenco you like to play? I do. Um, if it's a afternoon and everybody's having a lot of fun and that sort of thing i'll play that the bulladia i'll play the conte chico the the fun stuff okay but if it's late at night and it's just the flamencos hanging around then we start playing what's called the conte hondo the deep songs the songs of loneliness the songs of despair this is what the gypsies where flamencos truly love and i have to tell you it's actually my favorite that's very interesting can you give me an example of one of the songs of loneliness, what it would sound like? Sure, this one is called uh, a soya. Thank you. 
So with that sound, what would the dancer usually wear? Oh, he would probably be wearing black. Uh, that, that was a soliaris. And it would probably go something like this. The guitarist would start playing to get her in the mood. She would get up, start dancing, mostly arm work. Then a singer would come in and sing. And then she would start performing. It would probably take four or five minutes. She's trying to leave the expression that she's very, very sad. But in that particular one, we end with a bularias, which becomes kind of joyful at the end, trying to leave the message that it's not the end of the world. Things will get better. I know they will. Do you think flamenco will survive in the modern age? Eddie, I wonder about that all the time. It, it is so complicated to learn, and everybody wants to learn everything instantly now. Um, I, I, I actually wonder about that myself. I hope it does. I know it will survive in Spain, the rest of the world. I guess there'll always be some flamenco. Uh, if it ever dies, I think it'll be a terrible tragedy because I think it's the most beautiful of all the music. Thank you for your time today. Well, I'm glad I could share it with you, Addie. And I hope you come down to Florida pretty soon and you can attend one of our fiestas.